Have you ever sat down to read your Bible and wonder where to begin, or question if the ancient words on those impossibly thin pages will ever make any sense? Maybe you've compared your Bible with the colorful and note-filled pages of others, or wondered how to understand why you believe what you believe. You're not alone, my friend. Welcome to the Biblical Context Matters podcast. I'm Bree Blum, and I will be your host while we take a closer look at God's Word through the eyes of the original audience, exploring the cultural, historical, geographical, linguistic, political, and religious influences upon the people and places of the Bible. Together, we'll learn how to intentionally study Scripture to get beyond surface-level knowledge and find a deeper belief and understanding of the heart of God. It's possible. Thank you, Promise. Have you ever learned something that made you love someone more? You think you know the person, their favorite pastimes, their character, but then you get to see them in their element and it makes you fall in love with them all over again. That's how we at Intentional Failing feel about the Jesus and Women study by Christy McClelland and Lifeway. Learning about the cultural influences of Jesus' time, historical background, and even the landscape that he traversed has opened our eyes to details that have left us slack-jawed. Those details have been in the Bible all along, but without understanding the context, the implications of Jesus' interactions in the first century world were just lackluster. We are excited to share with you the lessons that we'll be learning over the next seven weeks of our online study. So buckle your seatbelt, friend, as we embark on a seven-week journey knowing and growing with Jesus. P.S. He's better than we ever thought him to be. Let's grow. Week 6 Jesus and the Woman at the Southern Steps Reading Assignment, Session 6 Scripture Passage, John chapter 7, verse 53 through chapter 8, verse 11 Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong, they are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. As a little girl, this amazing truth was taught to me. I knew the words, and I could sing this sweet song written by Anna Bartlett Warner as soon as I could talk. Now, as an adult, the remarkable depth of meaning these lyrics carry has started to unfold even more as I'm seeing connections throughout the Bible. And friends, it truly is amazing because Jesus is amazing. This week, in our Jesus and Women study, Christy asked us to think of the worst thing we've ever done. My heart ached as my thoughts went to those horrible, spiritually weak moments in my life when I knew what I was doing was wrong, but for some reason, or many reasons, I did it anyway. I'm sure you also have moments and choices in your story you regret and wish you could delete or make disappear. We all do. In John chapter 7, verse 53 through chapter 8, verse 11, we learn about a woman who has been caught in the act of adultery. 
possibly one of the worst mistakes she ever made in her life. I am fairly confident she regretted her choices and desperately wished she could have made that mistake disappear. Pharisees took her to the southern steps at the temple for her punishment according to the law in Leviticus chapter 20 verse 10, which clearly says she should have been killed for what she had done. Jesus had been sitting on these temple steps teaching a crowd of people since Jerusalem was very crowded after a large celebration when this woman was being led to her certain death. Can you imagine what she must have been thinking while publicly humiliated and waiting for her fatal punishment? We don't get to hear her side of this story. We don't know if her husband treated her well or how this other man might have persuaded her. We don't know if she was a mother or what she did for a living. We don't even know if she consented to her situation. None of those details seem to be of importance to the Pharisees who were ready to stone her to death. When Jesus was asked what should be done to this woman, he didn't even ask her to share any defense. He suggested that anyone without sin could throw a stone at her, but there was only one there without sin. The only one without sin, Jesus was qualified to cast the first stone, yet he intentionally remained there with the woman in what was probably the most terrifying moment of her life. After everyone else had walked away, Jesus reassured her and told her she was free to leave. Christy brings up a wonderful question in the sixth video session of Jesus and the Woman's Study. Does Jesus really just let her go? What happens to her sin? God can't just overlook it, but he has done something about it. Jesus could send her away because the payment for her sin was coming. It wouldn't be her paying for it. It would be him paying for it on the cross. In the first century, people wrote all documents by hand using reeds or quill pens and black ink made of soot, gum, and water. Mistakes could not simply be erased or deleted. Instead, they would be blotted out with ink, and then the author could continue with the correction. The mistake had to be covered before they could continue. In Revelation chapter 20, verse 12, there is an account of those who have died being judged according to what they had done, which was written and recorded in books. Our sins the accounts of our worst mistakes are being documented in books that don't have a delete button. They must be blotted out and covered completely. Under the Old Testament law, God permitted the blood of animal sacrifices to cover the sins of believers, but this was only a substitute until he provided the ultimate atonement to blot out sins, the blood of a spotless lamb, Jesus. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21 in the NIV translation says, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. God sent his son Jesus, 
who was without sin, so his blood could cover and blot out our sins. Isaiah chapter 43 verse 25 in the NIV translation says, I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake and remembers your sins no more. When we acknowledge and confess our sins and ask Jesus to forgive us, we can be confident that he will. Yes, even the very worst things that have been recorded will be blotted out and no longer remembered. In Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18 in the NLT translation says, Come now, let's settle this, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, I will make them as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, I will make them white as wool. Jesus let this woman who was caught in adultery walk away without a lawful punishment because he knew he would be blotting her sin out of the records by covering it with his blood. Jesus knew soon her record would be crystal clear. The love and forgiveness Jesus shared with this woman were truly amazing, and he has the same love and forgiveness for each of us. I'd like to share one more quote from Christy with you. His love for you is epic. He will cover, forgive, and send you forward in shalom. He will generously lift you up. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves you. The Bible tells us so. Here's what we learned today. Everyone has mistakes in their past they would like to erase or delete. Jesus is the only one who never sinned. Sin has to be blotted out of our records. Because of Jesus' blood, our sins are blotted out and no longer remembered. Jesus loves us more than we can ever imagine. We would love for you to join us in the comments on the blog at intentionalfilling.com or on Instagram or Facebook and answer these questions Christy asks on page 114 of Jesus and Women. When you sin or break the law of the Lord, how do you feel? How do you feel when you confess and ask Jesus to forgive you? Gloria's blog post can be found at intentionalfilling.com slash blog, and we'd love for you to stop by the blog and share a little love with her, or swing by her Instagram at GloriaGrace320 and do the same. Until next time, keep growing! Do you enjoy learning about scripture through its context? We invite you to visit our website, intentionalfilling.com, to check out the number of resources we have available in our shop, including worksheets, studies, and even our free online course, Rooted in the Word. Subscribe to the Biblical Context Matters podcast to be alerted of our new episode for more faith-boosting content. Until next time, read your Bible and remember, Biblical Context Matters.